the sermon, we are going to focus on two Bible passages. The first one is from Matthew chapter 6, and verses 1 to 4. And the second passage is from Mark chapter 12, verses 28 to 44. I'll read the first passage, Mark chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. Amen. The second passage is from Mark chapter 12. From verses 28 to 44. Mark chapter 12 from verses 28 to 44. Then one of the scribes came and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandment is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second, like it, is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So the scribes said to him, well said, teacher, you have spoken the truth, for there is one God, and there is no other but he. And to love him with all the heart, with all the understanding, with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is more than all the whole burnt offering, offerings and sacrifices. Now when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. But after that, no one dared question him. Then Jesus answered and said, Was he taught in the temple? How is it that the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? For David himself said by the Holy Spirit, 
The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore David himself calls him Lord. How is he then his son? And the common people heard him gladly. Then he said to them in his teaching, Beware of the scribes who desire to go round in long robes, love greetings in the marketplaces, and bear seats in the synagogues and the best places of feast, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. Now Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how the people put money into the treasury. And many who were rich put in money, in, in much. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mites, which make a quadrant. So he called his disciples to himself and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury. For they all put in out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had, her whole livelihood. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. The passage will be read in vernacular as well. Oh, kafu mauda, miapo miapa nuhaklacho marco pagbala atawi efe. Jo piki blana vo deke vasara blana vo ana. Marco pagbala atawi efe. Jo piki blana vo deke vasara blana vo ana. Nyala. Eye esi obobono anyi hejengo njodakala epo alesi ameole gadamde njodakala ma eye kesinoto gede ucho gede dada ama eye ahosidaha adavacho lepata eva dada ama esi opa homanya hoka eva Eye, oyo apa nusrola ova agbo, blona obana, blona obana, vava mala agblom nami. Mala agblom nami bana, ahosi dahe siapa nusi wodada, nujwada kamala. Vava mala agblom nami bana, ahosi dahe siapa nusi, ucho dada amala u nusi ama siya ucho dada nujwara kalama. Alabana wakata ucho upa, agbososo vifuvu upa, da dada ama. Ka aya la acho upa ahadada ama, ucho nusi wakata la asila dada ama. Ka aya cho apa ahadada lama cho nusi okata le esi cho nusi okata le esi la no no apa agbonono la dada ama amen enaya ken kansemono ebe hunu wa maku maku huma etidum yenu etitemu duna edu ya nine ba ko Kwa pimu edu ya nai nai. 
Ome ente erade asem. Na yesu kotina adaka no enim no. Oshe ese di ankro fuonu disikarigu adaka no Na adefupi di bebrebe gumu. Na oba kuna fuonye ni ibi insu bayi. Na ode inkapre mamienu a ebeye kapre begumu. Na ofre nesu ya fuonu bayi. Na okatre wonse. No crammy simu say, O Kunafu ye needy. O Kunafu ye needy, dear, a doss who be goo moosing. One ah, what did be? Be goo a tour ada canumunina. Na one ye na free the hour war. Na na ebu won so numu. Na what na ena what did be goo moo? Na o ye dear. O free ni hiemu de dia o wonyi na 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 de nyi na na odibegumu erade asem ni amen a sign yeah. of worship unto god uh. i told that god if you cause me to live to see this auditorium dedicated unto you i walk on my knees oh lord and amen. worship you and say that indeed you are god Indeed, you are faithful. There is none like you. From generation to generation, you are God. You never change it, and you will never change. You never change it, and you will never change. I bow my knees before you, Lord. Hallelujah. For you are a loving Father. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. For you have brought me this few in Jesus' name. I prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Today we're talking about the mandate and the motive for giving. We're still in our... That as the people of God, we have some obligations towards our Lord. And the Lord has some expectations of us. And I trust that in this short relatively short teaching the Lord will speak to you and speak to you and I so that we'll be on the same page with our maker as we seek to be a vibrant church serving him therefore Lord speak through me speak to me speak to your people that will hear you and apply your word and live for you for all the good things you have for us in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. When they say mandate, what does it mean? Big English word. Mandate just means the authority that somebody has, an official commission that somebody has to do something. I was standing yesterday at home minding my own business and I saw three strong young people at the gate. And I said, oh, come in, come in. What's the issue? They said, we have been sent to bring you this bill. Adenta Municipal Assembly Provisional Property Rate. And I started blinking. I looked at it and had so many questions. 
But as a normal man would do, I didn't ask too many of those to those young men and women. I just asked, oh, so you work for the assembly, yeah. You are hired to do this. Yeah, yes. So I'm supposed to pay this. Yes. So okay, I hear you. We'll talk about it. Say, sir, when are you going to pay? Or say, ah, yeah, back come once or say now that I'll wait here. What is your telephone number? Or say one cassa phone number you saying. I look at the form again and uh, I say, okay, well, you hear from me. Or say, or she will be an also better me. Then the lawyer in the house came. Or say, I said, yeah, well, I wouldn't send a lawyer, be a old few on who pee. And I ask her, so I showed it to her. What is the meaning of this? Now, for the only bomb to say lawyer, me, or say, I will know your question. I said, Madam, it is from Adenta Municipal Assembly. Do you know where they are? Go and look for them and ask them all those questions. And I don't blame her. I don't blame ourselves. I saw the first time what some of us experienced when we go on retirement. You go on it, you live in government bungalow, you live in pastorum, you go in your own house, and you don't know that they pay anything like property rate, and now you've gone to do your own chicken coop, and somebody comes and say, Eh, pay. I said, The house number and everything, they have it here, GPS, everything. So they were not asking permission, they were making a demand. What if the penalty will keep increasing till you pay. What is it? You buy your own car and what DVL and you pay. There was a man I met one time. He was driving one of these Porsche cars. And I asked him, how much does the car cost? They say, ask me how much tax I paid. Then when I told him, the, when he told me the tax, I said, so how much, when he told me the tax he paid, I realized he wanted me to know that the tax he paid it cost more than the Prado I was driving, so I kept quiet. What all I'm trying to point out is that the government, the municipal assembly, DVLA, and all those things, some of them have mandate, they have an official order and commission to do something, including collecting tax from you. So you, you, you come to it very soon. Now, what is the motive? What is the motive? Motive is a reason for doing something. So between my lawyer and myself, we may either decide to pay this willingly or unwillingly. Because there's a penalty for not paying. So even though we ask, what do they do for us? Why are they this? What is the road good for? What is that, 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 that? All that you have that, you may pay it unwillingly, but you pay it. And if you don't pay it, if the laws are working properly, you will see where your sleeping place will be. We are applying this 
mandate and motive to giving to the Lord. And I believe on this occasion we are talking to people who have trusted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And who know that they, are, they, they think they know that they are going to heaven. And before we get there, it is important to know what God expects of us. But sometimes we get it wrong. So, give me the first video, a video that has been going around. What somebody somebody taught their child. Saying that we should stop giving our money to pastors. So when the collection time comes, all right, just pause, pause a minute. How many have seen this video before? If I do, do I know children, have you seen this video? I brought it because of you. Have you seen it yet? Yes, a little girl who is saying the parents taught her to stop giving to pastors, not talk, giving to church. That's why some of you, when they give you money to take collection, you go and buy pokey, you buy ice cream, or some of you hoard it. So I'm preaching to you. So you look at it. I hope you can see it very well. Otherwise, next week I'll bring it back to you. Then adults, you can listen with the she goes to church anytime she's going to church they give her money to give to the pastors she doesn't and you see how much she has a lot of money now when you go to church do you, do you give to the pastors Oh, anyway maybe in some church they give to pastors but you see people who do those things are actually teaching their children a lesson. Because there are some laws in life, just, just roll on. There are some laws in life, when you break them, you find that at the end of it, you are the one who is going to lose. Let's read this together. Children, read with me. 
A person who does not learn to give by hearts becomes a lowly and miserly person. Go to Proverbs chapter 11 verse 24 You see, the laws of God, the laws of life are so clear. That's with Proverbs. You find some interesting things that the Lord says about those who learn Now then I'm going to show you one woman who learned this very well and what happened to her. Let's read. One man I can you say, read? let's read it together. Comes Next verse. A generous man will prosper. He who refreshes himself That's the principle of God. Some hurt and they become poorer. Some and they are blessed. Because it is more blessed to give than to receive. So we say a person who does not learn would do what? Look at this. We I think that we so are only t- teaching children good things. Read what he says. I Train a child in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not turn That is what that child or some children are being taught with that video. But I'll take them to another story of somebody who did this very well and how she got paid for it. I'll tell you the tale of two widows. The one, first one is called Mrs. Marjorie Jackson. She was found dead in her home in the U.S. She was dressed in pajamas and house coat and was found dead in her kitchen. Police testified that several times they've been called by her to go home when they sees anybody around her house. They've gone there and she chased them away that I don't need help and the police left. But after a while, neighbors started saying they don't see this woman and they called the police come we can smell something some crows and vultures are visiting this place come and see when they got to her house there were three bolts padlocks that she used to lock the front gate so they had to break the three bolts when they saw her, she was dead in the house nobody was where the strange part of the story was that the police discovered 5 million dollars in cash stuffed in trash cans boiler beans shoe boxes drawers tool boxes paper bags and pockets of clothing and even in a vacuum cleaner bag most of the money was 100 dollar bills 2 million dollars of the money was found in a trash can next to her bed there was no foul play. That girl had grown so rich to that woman that is how she ended. 
Hello, are you with me? Oh, you so all your defuancasa. No, the campaign millions, campaign pimp, and no, no, or war. Now, all the assistants and that care money are they, and they won't feed you. She's been trained, so she's practicing it. She's not a graduate at hoarding. Now, yes, go on. School, when you, you sorry, can't see the picture scan. very well. Look on, go on to the police. What the police found about her. Mrs. Jackson was the widow of a wealthy man who left her an estate of over $14 million. In her garage were two brand new Cadillac Sevilles. Each of them with less than 1,000 miles on the engine. If you don't know what Cadillac Seville is, this is, it. This is a woman's car. And I bet you, who took that money? Either the bank or charity. And there are so many who have left monies that they could have given away to charity. People who say, God bless you. They have hoarded and hoarded and hoarded and even forgotten where they hoarded the money and they die and it's gone. Now, what, what do you think of a person like this? Oh, you may think, oh, giving to people is too bad. I don't have it. I don't do this. So, blah, blah, blah. So, this is what she got from it. Can we tell? From this passage, what Jesus expects his people to do, particularly those of us who claim we are in transit, pilgrims passing through this world to go to heaven. Hello, are you with me? Can we read it together? Do not store up for yourself. Mouth and For where your treasure is, there your heart would be. And where to the wise is enough. That's the first widow. That's the first widow and her record. Uh, there are so many people who equal her record. They have more money than her and they are living and they are holding them. And when they finish, there are some. A guy told me one of the stories. There was this man, the wife was in hospital and she needed, he needed money to go and pay for the hospital bill and he couldn't. As he sat down there almost crying. His glasses dropped as he bent down the bed to look. What did he see? What? Bags, pals, opened them was money. Under the bed, he found more. So the man collected all the money and went and hid them. he, he He called their children. He said, oh, this mattress has a problem. Can we bend them? So the children took the mattress and bent the mattress. He used the money, paid the woman's hospital bill, and she came home. The next thing they knew, hey, 
hey, where's my mattress? Where's my mattress? Jesus. And the man said, ask your children. So, mommy, it was full of bed bugs and cockroaches. So we bent it. She kept saying, hmm, 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 until her dying day. The word to the wise is enough. Now, so for Ken, you now say, Ebu and the Trimia Diama, Busia Crobo, and Trimodin, Napapebi and the Ray Yari, and not a Jinsi car, Obenyan, why then what a draw Amani? Are you with me? Ojina, I just knew a poor form, and to a fashion, who are all your self and no one say, Ah, and Moto Bissis, who are Obebium, no first, he can't go see a trend of friend, Master Momra, and a year on Mammy Dassi, young question, and I said, and two more a crab womb. One question, you, your mamma. Ah, may I make me palm it that way? I'm so mommy, I and Jesus tells me, way. Jesus tells us a heroine, somebody who is a star. Jesus tells us about. He went to church and was looking at everything. There's an English word we say, but really, let me help you to get a picture. It's called supervisor or supervision. Supervisor means somebody who has a supervision. They can see more than you. So when it is assumed that when you are a supervisor, you know the job and you can see. But many of us Remember we are talking about mandate and motive. Jesus goes to the church. And he's sitting in the church and he's looking. With super vision. the truth I say unto you that this poor widow I cast in more than they all for all these have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God but she of her penury has cast in all the living that she had Short one. I may stand when you are giving your gift. But I don't have supervision. Only the Lord has. And, and he tells me, he wants you to know he, what he knows. That he looks. He so he saw what they were doing. And he told his disciples, look, look at what is going on there. In the Matthew passage, the passage says, Don't do your thing so that men will see you. The motive of the Pharisees and the big givers was that it was displayed. Yeah, I give thousand, I give five thousand, I give ten thousand. And their motive, which the Lord knows, sometimes is just for show. 
everybody who gives gives for sure but you know the motive yourself and the lord knows it and he says if you are giving so that men will see you and say hey well, no no there's a millionaire come to town if that's what you want them to know they know it they will know and they are knowing it is your reward but if you want to give to glorify God it's true people may see it they may record your tithe but the motive is not for you to bluff or to use it against anybody because God knows your motive as well so check your motive about what you are doing and why you are doing it that is Jesus' advice to us in an account like this. So let's take three lessons from the widow and the Pharisees that Jesus about the motive and the mandate for giving. The woman didn't care, she brought her coin, she dropped it, they may not have liked it, but she dropped it. First, Godly giving is an act of obedience and worship to God. child of God, you give yourself to God. But any child of God, including even the Israelites in the desert, God had expectation of them when they were coming to that tabernacle those tents to come and worship him. Look at what he told them. In Exodus 34, 20. The people in the desert said nobody, nobody should come to worship me empty-handed. What? Nobody should come and what? Empty-handed. I've given you life. I've given you everything. When you are coming to worship me, come with a gift. Oh, you know it. You don't go to a chief's palace without a gift. And that is what has even terrorized us in this country. We go to places and give gifts. We can't make the distinction between gift and bribe. That is what has sent us to some of the troubles we are having. It is tradition. And God wants you to make an income, do whatever you want to do, but you have the mandate is when you come, give. So when you read Malachi and you read it in context, God was surprised that you are robbers, you are thieves. Because what I expected you to do, you have refused to do it. You robbed me instead of what? You robbed me of the tithes and offering. Because I expect you to do it. It's an expectation, and God expected his people to be faithful in doing that. Old Testament, let's turn to First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2. Yes, Paul talking to the church, talking to the Macedonians, says, 
on the first day of the week, every Sunday, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with income. So when you come, you give what you want to give for the work of God to continue. So the first thing I want you, the Bible wants us to understand that it's a mandate, it is an expectation from God himself. There's a, there's a reason behind that God giving shows our humility and dependence on God Godly giving shows our humility The English word humility comes to us through the Latin word humus, meaning soil. That you are clay. You are clay that God has given you breath, he has given you talent, he has given you an opportunity to serve him. And when he withdraws what makes you, you, you are dead. And that is why, even in the desert, look, I'm carrying you, I'm taking you through the desert. They are doing all kinds of things. You come before me, you show that I am the landlord, I am your owner, I am your redeemer, I am your creator, I am your king. Whatever else you expect, even if you lack, whatever else you expect of, of, of to be whatever. It is only through my benevolence that it will come to you. So he says in Psalm 24 verse 1, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything that is in it is for the Lord. God wants you all to accept it. You and I to accept in humility that at best, we are stewards and caretakers. So anytime that it goes into your head that I am, I am, I am, and you do not want to acknowledge that there's a mandate from your owner, then you are you are just straying and going off target. And that was Jesus' parable about a rich fool. I will build, I will open, I will do this, I will say, oh, tonight, God will require your life from you and then all the I, I, I and all the meaning, whatever, you see where you go with it. Deuteronomy 8, 18, a verse many of us know. Look at what it says. But remember the Lord your God. You see, even if you lack and you want, it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. So confirms his covenant to you, which is swore to your fathers as at today. So you are a caretaker. 
We don't like children when you give them banana. You say, give me a little. We say, me mouth. You give them a piece of bread. Give me. Say, me mouth. Say, hey, what type of child is this? Say, akola. We 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 niye. Woman who brought up man be a say, akola be niye. God looked at some of us and said, what type of children are these? I have given you everything. Just support what I want you. I won't give you. Bacavarians are not like that. That is, that is why we are where we are today and God bless you. But we can do more. And one point I want you to know is this. As a church and as a pastor, we are not only really interested in collecting your money. But we are interested in your having a holistic life. That your life is a long journey. We accept God as the owner of everything. And for most people who teach stewardship, they teach a 10 10 80 principle. I can't but I won't go through that one. Look, it means, look, because God made you, His mandate is on you. Whatever you get, Give 10% to your Lord. He's the owner who made you. Say, my Lord, I give to you. Thank you. Whilst you are doing that, remember also that 10%, you must, you must try for it to go into your savings and investment for the sake of the future. In the parable of the talent, when that man hit the talent that Jesus gave him, he said, you wicked servant, why did you not put it in the bank? So when I come, I'll earn interest on it. Look, God knows the law of compound interest. Your money can earn for you it's not what we earn that makes you rich. It is what we save for a long period of time. And I encourage them to open an account and 90% of them who come there have an account. It is only this year that I asked the summer school children, how many of you have account? I didn't even see one of the 52. I was shocked. How many of them had phones? They had phones. Going to Facebook laughing and doing all kinds of things. And I told them, look, as young as you are, JHS, each one of you following this 10-10 principle can retire by the time you are 45, 50, 60. As if nothing at all, a CD millionaire. He said, Pastor, are you sure? I said, I'm telling you. 
When I learned this, let me give you a free testimony. My wife I a when I learned this, when I, I learned that it is on the beginning point, I said, Oh God, thank you for giving me a pastorium. By the time I'm 60, I'll move out before my retirement age. So, suffer so to gain. You go to meetings, they give you something. Uh, people go and dance, they go and do things. I said, Look, let me save, let me invest, let me do this, let me do this. And now I move, going to get somewhere to stay. And then somebody comes and says, Bring property rate. I say no, but at least <laughs> if if from that ten percent of saving and investment, I'll be able to pay the property rate. Otherwise, they'll come and take it. You go to Britain. Somebody inherited the house. The tax on it is forty percent. She told me, "Say, Pastor, I told them you can take the house. I don't want it again." Look, I've talked about savings and investment. Somebody will tell me, are you not in Ghana? Haven't you heard that banks are closing, that 12 more closed yesterday, savings and loans? These are all accidents of history. They are all the result of our greed, our selfishness, and our corruption as individuals. I'm telling you, between those who fail to supervise, those who fail to keep an eye on what they are giving, but all these things shall pass away. Amen. Government has said those who accounts are there they will get it back but if you have zero when they give it back it is zero Amen. i'm telling you follow the 10 10 principle rule the bad days come but they will go if you see today and say hey therefore i will not save when that day comes you go to circle the mobile phone that you bought for thousand cities you go and try to sell it to somebody for hundred cities because you've got hospital bill to pay and somebody will come and hold you and say why are you selling the phone for 100 cities? You say it's mine. And you have to answer that question at the police station after a few slaps. Hello, when you have done all those things you still have you have 80% to live on and that 80% you may say it is not enough I'm telling you try and cut your coat according to your cloth bless yourself bless others do whatever you need to do cut your coat according to your size that is the stewardship that God wants you and I to have so your motive for buying that car living in that house buying that dress changing those phones you are a steward of the resources God has given you you won't give to God, but he wants someone to see your iPhone X. 
God have mercy on you. Ose trimu pa wodi sita dan wodi to share no wodi to phone wo pese ni pe nyina be hu nyame ehuye mobo. Give me the last one. Let me give me chat. You see brothers and sisters let me say something that is hard but it's true. Ose me can be be aye dey na so e no cry. If you don't follow these principles. Ose ni e me chire won when ni so a. And when you follow them God will bless you in addition. Na fe dia wo kwaso na nyame be shira wo. You have to give God something to multiply for you. And so the bibi me nyame wa bo ho mo ho ama wo. Seek financial wisdom and planning. Or say and say seek kemunim dia butsa fi eradu. They are experts even in this congregation they can teach you. Be bre wo ho no ma nyame ama wo say nim dia wo yenten wo betimi a chira wo. Because Poverty kills. I say, Ohia ekumnipa. Can you recite it back to me? Ohia ekumnipa. Poverty does what? Ohia ekumnipa. Somebody wants to ask me how. Should I tell you how? The reason, part of the reason for opening the credit union was simple. I say, Nietia ye be a credit union. When ti ni niya me be say. I went to where I used to say one of those banks. I say me kobe bi a me de me sika esie. And there was this old man who came there. And he wanted to buy the medicine. And he brought the prescription to the teller. And the teller said, what am I supposed to do with it? Sir, sir, it's only your pension you get here. I've paid you. Then they said, but the doctor said I should buy this. So by, am I your doctor? No, but old doctor your money is finished. Then the girl turned to the man and said, That's why we don't want poor people in this bank. I said, what? He said, Yeah. He said, let me tell him if it's hard, if he doesn't hear it, he should go. I stood and I looked at the girl. I, 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 I said, I'll close my account. Here. But that was their policy. So we found a way to open credit union. At least when you take five cities, ten cities there, they will get it. Please. There are many people who their inability to buy food, to have transport, to buy medication, to do the small, small things that they can do to give dignity to themselves, they don't have it because they never followed the 10, 10, 80 principle rule as a basic. Sometimes people can help you, but there are times even the poor are too proud to ask people for help. A word to the wise is enough. Hello. Right. The last point. Godly sacrificial giving seeks to promote God's agenda in practical ways. God has, God has an agenda for this world. And Satan also has an agenda. It is only God's people who can promote God's agenda. And that is why he expects the Israelites and Christians and Calvarians to promote the agenda of God. Because the 
promote evangelism. Is that what the church is doing? And also, and no, na asafono ye enana. And and I think the woman knew this. Ose onumse na obano onimwe. Say okay, I am just going to give my little bit. People can give their big ones, but because of the mandate and because I want to be part of what God is doing to further His agenda. I will do my best. What is saying? Anna, Okunafuono, Eyena, Jense, Ah, many a miwe, me so me deko bwa e radio juma bebrei wotika esose me di. Some may have come there to come and me so me debe bwa. Some may have come there to come and show off. Ebi numa baha e pesi e chilese yenye. But she came there to promote the agenda of God. Nesu ondi obai se nyamitiri mupono obe bwa ne tumpon. God saw her heart. And knew what she had done. Knowing that everything she has is what she's given. Knowing that if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all the other things. I don't know the end of that story, but I can tell you surely. That story had a good ending. She laid up for herself treasures in heaven. What shall it profit a man or woman to gain the whole world and lose her soul? She certainly did not lose her soul. She was laying for herself treasures in heaven. And when she appears before her Lord, and she gets the platinum and the golden crown. And you get the wooden badge. And you get the wooden badge. You get straw. You get nothing. Say, God, this is not fair. Fair, fair according to whose standard? May the Lord bless us. For us to look at the mandate. And our motive. to promote the work God has given us. We can do more. As long as we are alive. Amen. Amen.